Welcome to Pardon the Confusion. I'm Paul Arnold, joined by Ernest Watts, and we're here to cover the wide world of sports and a little entertainment thrown in and a little old man wisdom. Ernest is in Rockingham, North Carolina. I'm in Dexter, Michigan, and yet we are united by our love of sports. What else are we united by, Ernest? Uh, We are under the same moon and under the same sun. We We all wish a better life. For our grandchildren. I just stole two. One was, uh, what was the Disney Western with the mice? Fievel? Wow, you're skewing old cartoon again. Okay, the Fievel. Yes, yes. The song where we're both under the, I think, Peebo Dyson. Yes, wow. And then I was using the the Sting song about the uh, Russians by Sting. Are we going to sing We Are the World next? Are we no, gonna... no, those two just up there. I mean, they're both 80s, so that is skewing older. It's strange you said that. Is is a celebrity died today, and I was going in the office, and there was a young lady there, and I said, this, if you're under 50, this name won't register. Loretta Lynn. Yes, they didn't. So when two, her two, uh, I said, tell your two office mates, and they called me and said, really? Did she? <laughs> and then the the... Thirty uh, something just blew by her head. She had no earthly idea. Right. Yeah. Seen coal miner's daughter. It just didn't register. So another message that I'm old. Yeah. So knew that already. This is a common theme of this podcast. So this is your fair warning. We will have random old references, but we make up for it by our incredible sense of humor. Right, Ernest? Yeah, but you know, I and I guess my dad pumped it into me. I had a knowledge of stuff. That happened before my birth. I've got a natural affinity for history. So when when celebrities who you know their their fame is way before my like Ernie Kovacs died before my birth, I knew who Ernie Kovacs was. I know who Sid Caesar was. I mean, that's just uh, I know who Guy Lombardo was, but uh, not to bash the current generation. But it doesn't seem to be a a thirst for knowledge about history with them because they got so, so much information coming at them all the time. I think they're just like, and that that might be. And I'm not bashing young people; they have a lot going on, and certainly a lot more information than what we had. But so, what is young to you, Ernest? What is young? <laughs> uh, anything under fifty. Oh, there we go. There yeah, we go. Okay. Anything under fifty. That's the line of demarcation, right for, there. For me, under- it's anybody that's young enough to, that I could be their father. Oh, I thought you were going to say anybody born in this this uh, century. Oh, well, that's true, too. Well, let's get to the world of sports, because it was a long time for Georgia between uh, national championships. A long time. And we won't talk about... Yeah, this is how long the star of that yeah. last team is running for the U.S. Senate. Yes, he's in hot water today. But uh, Georgia played this weekend and barely... M- Made it by Missouri. I watched that game. It was a fascinating game. Missouri played way over their head. They played with the edge. Uh, and yet Georgia came back. You knew that talent was going to win out sooner or later. But boy, were you believing that Missouri's going to pull it off? I was flipping back between that and the Clemson State game. And uh, Georgia has some injuries in their defensive secondary. Uh, not everybody sold on their quarterback. Uh, a walk-on. But I kind of felt like, I never felt like, even when they were down two touchdowns, the two scores, 17-7, I never felt like they were out of it. I mean, Missouri just, 
kind of got very conservative at the end. Uh, Drinkowitz, who used to be the coach at Appalachian State, uh, I just thought he got a little too conservative at the end. You know, when you're in that situation, they were running the ball, they were moving the ball, they were passing it, and then I felt like he kind of he kind of ran, tried to run the clock out at the end. But, I mean, when you play 12 games, you're not going to be up for every game. Uh, that's that's just the length of the season. Yeah. So, you know, everybody, Georgia fell out of number one in the poll. Now Alabama's there. But Alabama lost their quarterback. Young went down with an injury. So you, it's, it's still early. They haven't even done the, the BCS standings yet. So it's it's still early. Injuries could happen. Uh, do you do you buy Michigan as the number four team in the nation? Uh, yeah, I think I do. I don't. I wouldn't put them any higher than that. But they seem to have a mental toughness, and their heart, their quarterback JJ McCarthy's learning to win ugly. Sometimes you don't have to be a star all the time, and they seem to have so much depth. I didn't realize Michigan recruiting. Had done this well in the defense defensive side, that they just restocked this year and have been really. Play- I don't know if it's that our new scheme is that good, or they just really are doing the NIL money really good and getting all these guys in. I do know the offensive line of Michigan are driving around in uh, Porsches and Corvettes. <laughs> they're barely able to get out of them when they get to practice, but that's what they're driving around in. It's it's that money, bud. It's that 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 money they've got floating around. I'd tap the brakes a little bit because, let's face it, Iowa's probably the most offensively inept team in the nation. They they couldn't they couldn't score with a Porsche themselves on <laughs> Friday night. Bum bum bum. Uh, you know, it's it, it's still. I mean, we know what game you're waiting for. You just hope you don't lose your focus. Do you? Head down to Columbus in November. I thought you were going to say they couldn't score even if they're around Ryan Reynolds. So. Well, I was I was going to be very very careful here. I, I I have some you couldn't score by, but I just figured some are R and some are PG thirteen. This is but true. Well, the, the the quarterback situation doesn't trouble you. I mean, you no really, the you other really the backup to, the guy who, who's competed well, got hurt anyway, so it's a mute point he, now. Is he te- is he technically a backup when he comes back? Oh, he's definitely back. Carball definitely made that decision two games ago, even before the guy got hurt. But the big news around here is Wisconsin letting yeah. loose their coach, who I thought was an excellent coach, had him in the championship game two years ago, and I'm just times. thinking like nowadays, uh, the boosters are saying, hey. We gotta get ahead of the recruiting, way ahead. And I feel like he was just a victim of where we are now these days in NCAA football. Oh, there's many layers to this. First of all, he lost to the former Wisconsin coach, Brett yeah. Beatle, yeah, at, at Illinois. Um, tra- they've been harping about his recruitment. Now he's won five. Uh, what if y'all call it legends or the West? Yeah, one side of the Big Ten. Yeah, he's won it five times. He's won a Cotton Bowl. He's won an Orange Bowl. Uh, he came from Pitt, Paul Christ, and he's a he's a Wisconsin graduate. He's got a I think he's got a seventy percent winning record. Yeah, and but traditionally they've not recruited because they've you know the Wisconsin's known for their offensive line and they've never recruited a four star offensive lineman. They're all local kids from Wisconsin and they're trained to be that way and. 
I don't. There's a lot of threads to this. I kind of wonder if they were concerned about their interim coach Jim Leonard used to play safety for the Ravens and used to play for Wisconsin, who's a young star. And you kind of wonder if if perhaps they were concerned that they would lose him next year because the pros have approached him twice about being defensive coordinator. Actually, the Ravens came to him this year and and wanted him to to, to fill in for the defensive coordinator left for the Giants. Uh, and I kind of wonder if this was a preventive a, a, a move to kind of you know, get him, not lose Leonard, and try to make him the next coach. But the idea of, and he is the fifth Power Five coach to be fired so far this year. Well, Nebraska and, doesn't count. Frost was <laughs> Frost was so bad that didn't count. But when I mean, this was something that t- ten years ago did not happen. No, coaches were not college coaches were not fired in the middle of the season. But you've got the early recruiting season, which starts in December, and you've got a, a very competitive. I mean, you can you you win your division in in the Big Ten, and you can make Buco's money show up for the title game. Now, I just they sold themselves on the recruit. They have a quarterback now. He came in as a freshman. Uh, 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 Rowan, who was there, went to Notre Dame. And the kid really hasn't developed what they thought at quarterback. They've got decent running backs. I mean, the, the talent. They had four kids go to the NFL this year off the defensive side. Now, they had uh, run had a wide receiver a couple of years ago who was accused of rape. Uh, he was charged. He beat the charge. But that kind of left a lot of people's sour mouth in their hands. But I, they look at what Minnesota and and some other schools have done. and it, 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 The leash is short, man. It's so yeah, short. Yeah, money. It's the money. It's the money. The money, I mean, money, that's money. Just, it, that's it. The ideas of, of uh, coaches staying somewhere for 20 years, we've talked about it before. And I just don't think this would have happened if Barry Alvarez was still the athletic director there. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And most people in the country don't care about Wisconsin football. But it, it was one of those situations where you see this as a really decent, basic coach, not flashy. He used to beat up on Michigan when they come in. he just run them over, beat them up. And um, he's the type of guy I could see Harbaugh hiring if he doesn't get a full-time job somewhere else. But with the 11 or $12 million he's getting to go away, it just makes me think, how much more money does Wisconsin have in the boosters that they can afford 11 minutes to say goodbye. Oh, yeah. well, you know, that's, it's, if their dial money's in there and people, you know, it, it, the thing about Wisconsin was they were a team that has a style. I mean, when Alvarez was there, when Billy Miller was there, it was a run the ball between the tackles the first two downs. I mean, they were a team that had big offensive linemen, and I enjoyed watching Wisconsin. I, I watched them all the time. I mean, in, the, in that division, that was one team that I would always watch the games because I like offensive line play, and they historically were good at it, and they have a style. It's kind of like with SC and Alabama. I mean, to me, they were a top 10 team almost every year, and it, it does kind of make you concerned, but but again, this is the thing. If if you lose two games in the first five, you're gone. 
Right. And there's yeah. money there, but at that, and that's, this is going to be an ongoing situation. I, I hate it. I mean, uh, Florida lost a coach in the middle of the season last year. When Florida starts firing guys, these are big name teams, right? I mean, and it's, it does it, it it kind of puts a pall on what we used to think of as an amateur sport, but it's not. I mean, so is this the year we get a team besides Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State winning the national championship? Throw Georgia in there. Oh, far, sorry, sorry. Yeah, okay, my wife would not like that. Georgia too. It's, it's Georgia, Ohio State, or Alabama. It's one of those three. It's not going to be anybody. The Kansas? Undefeated <laughs> Kansas? Where did the Kansas coach came from? Leopold or whatever his name is? Where did yeah, he come from? It, he came from the FBS. Uh, FCS, the FBI? Excuse, oh, the FBI. Uh, the FCS, uh, what we used to call 1AA. He won some championships down there. And has done. I mean, let's let's face it. Uh, the coach before him, before he was eating grass, uh, he couldn't get it done. That was considered. Kansas is always considered a career killing job. A blue blood basketball. Charlie school. Charlie Weiss. Yeah. Remember? Yes, Charlie. I mean, it, his coaches have gone there. And he got died. paid more for doing less than any coach oh, I've yeah. ever remember. I mean, that was considered a coach killing job. Colorado, who just fired their coach. Yeah, that's another. That's another program that's considered career-ending in that. And Nebraska respect. may be soon behind those other ones. Well, that's, that's, I don't know. I mean, they never really, to me, were a Big Ten school. To me, they were the old Southwestern Conference, Big 12. And, you know, they were playing Colorado, and they would play Oklahoma, and Hey, look at Oklahoma, brand new coach. Mm-hmm. They put they put forty on them at halftime. He's a defensive coach from Clemson, and they're having problems because he got rid of uh, one of the old assistant coaches who've been there for decades because he used language he shouldn't use, and he the was N word, I think. Yes, yes, and. There were already people in Oklahoma who were saying, who's this outsider coming in, changing our tradition? Is he an Oklahoma guy or is he, is he a, a Clemson guy? So it, they can turn on you pretty fast. I mean, again, for traditional powers, if you don't win now, they're going to start looking around in that respect. You don't get, you don't get that five-year or four-year honeymoon to win. Yeah, tell the Michigan State coach right now, Tucker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look at all the money he's pulling in. I know. And uh, if it wasn't for Walker, the running back, who's now sitting on the bench for Seattle Seahawks, uh, again, it's it's the players. I mean, that's it. You got to get a coach who can bring in the players. You don't have to have a strategy genius in that respect. But if you bring in the talent in Mississippi, may have found one themselves. It's that's the whole key to it. I mean, uh, Jimbo's not exactly doing too well at Texas A and M. Oh, he isn't. Two losses, and he's got to face Alabama this week. Yeah. Yeah. So, and who's the best coach out there that doesn't have a job right now? Wow. <laughs> might be for a college coach. It might know. be Matt. Might be Matt Rule. Oh, <laughs> with Panther the Panthers, yeah. I was hoping you were going to say Urban Liar or 
No. Wow. I mean, I know there's a big group in, in Nebraska that wants him, but but do you really want to sell your soul to the devil to win? But again, that's that's what they're doing. I can see Urban Meyer going to Wisconsin. Uh, uh. I mean, it's just, you know, that gives him revenge against Ohio State. Uh, you know, this year, this time last year, we're talking about him going to USC, and I never really thought SC would touch him with a 10-foot pole. I mean, he's just a PR nightmare. And you got to hold your nose if you're going to hire him. I, I well, USC yeah. did the hire of the of the last decade, getting Lincoln oh, yeah. Riley out of um, Oklahoma. Okay. That you know, pro teams have been trying to get him, and then he goes to USC instead. Was just a shocker to me. See, if I see Meyer going somewhere, I see him going to some low rent school or an FBS school. I mean, the old uh, like Rick Pitino's doing in college basketball. Yeah, yeah, like the Arkansas, <laughs> or like Larry Brown did for a while in basketball too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't see a big program. Then again, the the people want the money. And is there anybody team... more smug than Urban Meyer? He is the smuggest uh, guy I think I've ever seen on TV. Uh, how about the Mississippi State coach? Oh, um, you mean it was at Florida too? Leach, Mike Leach. Oh, Mike Leach. Mike... Yeah, he is. A... He's pretty smug. <laughs> He's funny smug. Urban Meyer's just yeah. annoying smug. We, yeah. we need a smug meter. I wouldn't call Saban smug. He's just uh, intense to the extent that it's annoying. Belichick's smug level yes, is the highest. I yeah, well, again, though, it's 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 a smugness and an intensity. Smugensity? Is that what we're going <laughs> to call it? It's, it's an intensity and a smugness in that respect. But you know, losing kind of humbles us all, and that's what they're having. I mean, it's outside of Meyer, there's not a lot of – I mean, you either got to go someone again, and a lot of teams have had success going deeping down to the lower ranks. Uh, I don't know about retreads. I don't know if that really is going to be a solution. All right, I'm going to make a quick – Here's a quant- you, got LSU, you got the LSU old coach out there hanging. You got to understand what he says. <laughs> well, let's make a quantum leap, and I'm not talking about the reboot on NBC. Oh. But go to NFL now, and the the kids on the sidelines, and I I will consider my uh-huh. old man now. I look at the head coaches, and I go, is that is that like the grad assistant, or is that like the defensive uh, secondary coach? No, it's the head coach. I mean, all these head coaches. In their 30s or barely 40 in the NFL, so you got um, the Shanahan, Shanahan Shanahan tree, you got the McVay tree, and they're all over the place. They make the guy in Green Bay look old practically, like the guy in Miami, um, McDonald, yeah, and the guy up in Cincinnati, and now the new guy in Minnesota. Man, the guy in Minnesota looks like he should be out hustling the cards on the golf course. Whereas Pete Carroll sitting there with a team that nobody <laughs> thought he could win a game is going, all right, youngsters, let me show you how you can do it. You can you can dent your inact. I mean, it, it's early returns. And NFL again, is really going a, young, though, right? They're not going retreads. That's that's the thing. That's supposed. I mean, you win a Super Bowl, and that's what LA did with McVay, and that's that's what they're trying to do. But uh, I don't know. I think that's kind of a fad. In that respect, 
I know that, that you know the Panthers are looking going to look for a new coach. And they've already said that they're going to look for uh, someone who's coached before. And and to me, the big name out there, uh, you know, is is Sean Payton. I mean, oh, if they already announced getting rid of Rule, oh, they've there's it's a matter of time. If they lose to the 49ers, if you lose to a West Coast team that played Monday night and you're playing on the East Coast, that'll be it. Wow. That, that, you I had mean, such high hopes for him. Yeah, I mean, it's it's here's here's the numbers that, that show you that this can't get fixed. They are in any game where the opponent scores 17 points, they're 0 and 22. If they hold an opponent to under 17 points, they are 9 and 0. Uh Outside last year, only them in Kansas City had a lead in every game at one point. Mm. So defense wins at every level, and if you if you can't hold the other team, you're not going to win. As the Lions well, are learning right now. Well, there's yeah, but well, now there's a little addition to that. You can have a great defense, you just can't have them on the field all the time, where they get exhausted. Uh, a defense with an offense that kind of comes close to a 50-50 time possession is the key to success. But if your defense is out there for three-fourths of the time, then you're not going to be successful. You know, that that was called, there's a term called scoregami. It's when a score has never happened in the NFL before, and the Seahawks-Lions game was a scoregami. Really? It? Was it 48-45? Wasn't that yep. the final score? Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, team no teams have ever had that before. I mean, you score 45 points, you ought to win. Yeah, really. I mean, that's that's it. I mean, that's pretty efficient offense. Yeah. But, but that's the defense. Well, that's an offensive line coach you got in. Uh, I mean, this could be the year. I mean, I consider the North kind of open because – Green Bay hasn't impressed me. I mean, when Belichick can go in there with a sixth-round quarterback, third-string, sixth-round rookie quarterback, and have the opportunity to win with Zappi. And I I watched a lot of Western Kentucky games because they're a passing offense. So the kid, the only problem I have with is his size. He may not be six feet tall, but he can throw the deep ball. I, I have no doubt about that. Uh, I mean, let's, let's face it. That was when you have to beat a third-string quarterback in New England in overtime. I'm not sold on Green Bay yet. Uh, I don't know what Minnesota team is going to show up. I mm. mean, that they they have split personalities. So listen to this take for a second. So I'm looking at Tom Brady. I'm looking at Aaron Rodgers, and it's almost like a, a slow-moving tragedy with both of them. Aaron Rodgers gets weirder and weirder. His face gets more <laughs> lined. His hair grows more different. He smokes strange weeds in the offseason. He just seems like he's getting really um, weird and really distant. And, like, it's just grumpy, weird guy out there. And Tom Brady, I hope that's not true, but I guess he's hired a lawyer, divorce. The poor guy chose to come back to play for Tampa Bay over his wife and family. 
dude, I, I bet his wife, Gazelle, says, just quit the team. And he says, no, I can't quit the team. You know, it's, he can't, it's not quitting the team. He just can't quit football. Right. He's addicted to football. And the dude has all the money. And who knows how his wife really is, but she's one of the prettiest women in the world. I mean, he's got addiction problem, man. He, he's, he should have went off, done Fox. But just isn't it's, it's tragedy looks like for both of them in the future? It doesn't look like a happy ending for either one to me. Well, there's there's three kids. That's that would be my number one concern. If if the reports are true, there are three kids that impact. Yeah, definitely. Else. I mean, I mean that's that's the thing. Um, I mean, this is a guy whose whose identity has been football. I mean, uh, I don't see anything else. I mean, he plays golf, but but and he pushes his brand pretty well, but. Uh, Again, he is addicted to it. I'm hopefully this is something works out. Like I said, I don't want to see any kids affected. I don't want to see any marriage affected. No, I, hope, you know. I, hope, I hope these reports aren't true, but but uh, you know, it's 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 he already has a kid on the west coast, so uh, you hope it's not true, but you know, he didn't. I thought when he got hit from behind and was limping I thought well maybe this is it only shoulder injury yeah but, but that's a team who's their defense is not the same but then again I mean we're early returns three two years ago Steelers were undefeated for seven for 12 games <laughs> yeah right right so it's it's early returns you don't know there's going to be injuries uh you know I would I would bet the house on Alabama Ohio State Georgia being the national champ, I have no earthy idea. I mean, I don't really, I don't have that much faith in Jalen Hurts to lead Philadelphia to a Super Bowl victory. He's just one hit away from being. Yeah, I mean, their defense uh, is outstanding. I mean, they've probably got one of their defenses, but uh, guys get figured out pretty fast in this league. In defensive coaches, I put with rocket scientists and 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 nuclear proliferation scientists. I mean, they get, they're some smart guys, and they figure this stuff out. And guys get figured out pretty fast. So, uh, I mean, this is and some dumb things. The first quarter of NFL season, you hear some really stupid things. <laughs> Sometimes from owners, quarterback controversy. You mean Jerry Jones and, in and, Dallas? Yeah, Are you talking about yeah, that? This is this is. Ridiculous. You don't think Cooper Rush should start out the rest of the year? No, no, <laughs> he's, he's, Cooper Rush is just, is, he's the Matt Flynn of this year. Matt, Matt Flynn, oh yeah. Remember Matt Flynn? For Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay, oh, and they, Seattle signed a big contract. And, I and think he, he started two games. Signed two games. I mean, that's, I mean, I, it's like Russell Wilson. I haven't given up on him, but, but I didn't think he was going to be the savior of Denver. And I don't count the Las Vegas Raiders out either. I mean, I know the one and three, but it's a, it's a long season. They can, they can build themselves back up, but people say dumb things. Yeah, Jerry just did that to put a fire under Dak. That's all that was. Because if, if Dak was out for the season, I'm sure he'd get another quarterback instead of Cooper. Remember they cut Cooper in August. Mm-hmm. They cut all their backup quarterbacks. So if, they thought they had something. Why? The whole. Do you think they were in the Jimmy Garoppolo sweepstakes at one time? 
No, no. I mean, he's another one that you just don't know what you're going to get one week to the other. No, I mean, there was a – at the end of August, every team in the NFL had a chance to pick up Cooper for a $100 waiver offer. So the idea that he is now the savior – I mean, he he's – Kept the Cowboys. So why didn't anybody pick him up? I mean, I look at the Lions and their backup is nothing really. I mean, he's just a third stringer that came from San Francisco because they kept Garoppolo. Uh, again, they didn't think he was undrafted. He just, he just, he's keeping the system going. It helps that he has two pretty good running backs and some decent running backs. I mean, wide receivers. And about two good tight ends. And an offensive line, which is keeping everybody off his back. But could Cooper Rush start for any other NFL team leading in playoffs? Nope. He's, he's just, again, an undrafted guy. He's just in the right place. All right, I'm going to push back a little bit. and I'm not trying to be Stephen A. Jackson because I can hardly handle that dude. Um, but Or Stephen A. Smith for that matter. Oh, Smith, excuse me. Not that, Steven, wrong Stephen. Stephen Jackson. Running back for the Rams, sorry. Well, I was thinking about the Pacers and the Golden State yeah, Warriors. Yeah, sorry. They had a mental brain out there. That's all right. Yeah. Um, however. However, uh, Dak, I think he tries to do a little too much sometimes. So there's two schools of thought here. Like, do you want somebody like Mahomes just to be freestyling, and can you win that way? And obviously a Monday or whatever, Sunday night, whatever night right. it was, he definitely was set free to play totally free. But not everybody can play that free. And I, it seems like I see other quarterbacks trying to emulate Mahomes and they can't quite do it. Like they're trying to do too much. And once in a while I watch Dak and I think, just throw it away. Stay in the pocket. Don't try to do too much. But he thinks the receivers he has, if he gets them near him, because they have great range, they're tall, they're fast. And, and, the idea is not always to get a reception, but sometimes you throw deep to get a PI call. I mean, that's that's I was and that's the problem with the Panthers call this year. They don't throw deep, and they were tied with the Cardinals. The Cardinals threw a long, got a PI call, got on the one yard line because it was in the end zone. They got the lead and they rolled. So sometimes those long throws are not to get receptions but to induce a pass interference call because as punitive as that penalty is in, in the NFL, and I tend to like it how it's administered in college football. I mean, you throw deep and your defensive back grabs a, gets his hand slapped or grabs a hand. You got the ball in two yard line. I mean, and I like the 15 yards for PI in college. I do not like the NFL and never have. I've always considered to be too punitive. Yeah. So that's why Dak throws long. It's not always to get a reception. It's not to avoid a sack. It's to try and get pass interference calls. Well, you know, there's a quarterback out there as a free agent who's willing to go to Dallas. His <laughs> name is Cam Newton, man. Yeah, supposedly somebody called him. And it was probably someone with either the USFL or the XFL. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> See, the idea just made me choke. As long as he doesn't care to come to Carolina, I'm all right. Uh, he's he's toast. He's done. I mean, there's no, last year's show. He he has nothing. 
Uh, and you got to pay him the veteran minimum, which is much higher than, than you would for a younger player. So I don't see anybody signing that. If somebody really offered him a contract, he'd be gone in a heartbeat. Yeah. Unless he hasn't gone to camp. You don't know if he's in shape. He's got too uh, much crazy in him. Well, I mean, you can have crazy. And as long as you produce, that's all right. Hello, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you know, <laughs> You're you know, right. Oh, we should have an award. Uh, who is the Bears quarterback? McMahon? The McMahon yeah. crazy. Or maybe the Terry Bradshaw um, McMahon now, now crazy quarterback. Bradshaw. Bradshaw just got two forms of cancer. So let's let's hold off on Terry. I mean, that's easy to beat up on him. We'll go with Aaron Rodgers. Craziest quarterback. Who have been some real goofy quarterbacks? And I've been watching football for a long time. I know. There's been some crazy ones. Oh, the guy, yeah. Minshew, for the backup in Philadelphia is pretty crazy. Yeah, just a mustache. That's all. No, no. He lived in a, a mobile home all offseason. In a train. van down by the river. <laughs> I know. He, near one of his coaches so he could train all, and then compete for the starting job. And Jalen Hurts said, uh, nope. That's not okay. You had Dan Pastorini who drag raced, who married a stripper, uh, quarterback for the Houston Oilers. He was like Elvis almost on in football. Yeah, you had uh, Kenny Stabler, who set up a writer for Sports Illustrated by having someone put cocaine in his hubcap, who married three women all named Wanda, <laughs> so he could call them Wicked Wanda. <laughs> wow. I mean, you nameth, of course. There's been a lot of crazy quarterbacks. McMahon was kind of a fox in some of what he was doing. How about the smuggest? We talked about smug coaches. The smuggest quarterback is Brady? Wow, it has to be. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another smug quarterback. Um, Baker Mayfield? Yeah, how about the guy used to be at Denver who, uh, oh my, they did a, a reality show. Used to be at Denver, was at Chicago, then went to Miami for one year. Oh, what was his name? Not Jake Locker. No, no, Locker was a pretty decent guy. No, 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 no. He married some celebrity of some type, and it'll come to me after a while. Oh, Cutler, Jake Cutler. Yeah, Jake Cutler. He was pretty. He was incredibly smug. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) He was a smug dude. So that's, you know, Cutler was probably the. Smuggest All right. Since we're talking Same. about quarterbacks, let's go up to Pittsburgh, where there's a controversy. They're going to put in Pickett, Trubisky. Nice to know you. Goodbye. We'll see you later. Um, Trubisky, whatever his name is, he grew up in Pennsylvania, so I always thought that was going to work out. Ohio. He grew up in Ohio. Oh, well, it's I, practically Pittsburgh. To, yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go to a Brown Steelers game and say that. Uh, <laughs> east, he's east of uh, Cleveland. He was born. I mean, he's. You kind of wonder if if you don't handle a quarterback with the young just right, it's it's like they never have that stability in that respect. And I kind of wonder if that's that's what's happening. I mean, like I, Derek Carr's older brother. He yeah, he, he got well, sacked too many times. Seventy-two times in one season. Whew, that's crazy. He was a backup for the Panthers for a while. Those was the. Uh, the one year we had the quarterback from Notre Dame, who we shall not mention his name because he lasted one year. So that was 
uh, a dark, we've all we've had is dark periods so far. You know, we were, we've had Testa Verde. We had uh, Michigan's head coach was our Harbaugh was a backup quarterback for the Panthers. Yeah, we've yeah. had a host of wild guys. Jimmy Webb. Well, uh, can you name a better head coach in college football now that was a better player than Harbaugh in college? You know what I'm saying? A guy who was actually a player and played in college and pro, who's currently a head coach that was better than Harbaugh was as a player. Amazing how many defensive backs are head coaches. Uh, well, Spurrier's not coaching anymore, so that would have been my first choice. No, not really. I mean, we've gotten out of that star going back to the team kind of situation. Um, yeah. That's about it. We don't. I can't really think of anybody who was a star. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure we'll come up with one somewhere. But now we've 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 gotten away from. We have that in pro basketball now, but not so much in in college football in that respect, or in NFL for that matter. Well, this is part of the confusion, and we've covered like 55 subjects in 38 minutes already. So I want to well, go. That's the glory of October. I know it is. Four it's... major sports. Well, let's just go to uh, baseball, and then let's go to entertainment, movies, what reviews, yada yada. So Aaron Judge hits 61. The world rejoices. Finally, somebody who deserves it is going to win the triple crown and. Uh, break the record and yet he is on hold on 61 uh, they even booed him today at a afternoon game because he hit a single instead of a home run yeah but he's in texas yeah, yeah. Well, they won't <laughs> boom him they won't boo him in yankee stadium no nobody nobody wants to be tracy stallard that's the guy who gave up roger maris's 61st home run yeah <clears throat> if he hits 62 uh, and will be third all time in single season. Is he third to you, or is he first? So and the other two characters were at National League: Barry Bonds and three, uh, three. Oh, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Right. All did in the National League. Um, but is he for a single season in Major League Baseball to you? Is he the legitimate? Uh, single season winner. I mean, uh, Sosa had 66. Uh, he hit a 62nd as we're speaking. Oh, he did just do it now? Great. And Judge, yes, that was that little, that was my call from, from the Yes Network. Oh, wow. uh, nice. And, um, uh, 70 for uh, McGuire and 73 for Bonds. So is he the legitimate single season to you now? So the standard I go by is if it was not illegal for McGuire to take the stuff when he was playing, you can't hold it against him. Now, Bonds, I think steroids was always illegal, but with McGuire, it's it's HGH, right? And that wasn't illegal. Isn't that true? Am I being consistent here? It's kind of a blurry line in that respect. So I I would say... Aaron Judge is such a complete player, a right-hander in Yankee Stadium, doing all these home runs in a year when the next closest guy to him is like 20 home runs less. And that he's been clean his whole life. Nobody's ever accused him of anything. And I say he's a better 
boy, I wouldn't say he's better here than Barry Bonds in his prime, but boy, I would say that Judge has put him in the top 10 of all hitters of all time now, doing 62 and triple crown. It's an intriguing intriguing story with him being adopted, and you see his his, uh, parents at the games, and Roger Maris' son, too, which take a week off to do that, you probably got a pretty good job. Or retired. Uh, or retired in that respect. I mean, it's it's kind of a, I mean, it's probably the best free agency setup that you've seen in your lifetime because he is a free agent after this year. <laughs> oh, wow, he's going to get Back paid. up the truck, Yankees. Back up the truck, which I keep hearing the Angels uh, make a play for him. Uh, but one theory is he's done his best already, so why pay him? He'll never have a season like this again. You don't know. I mean, that's that's you kind of wonder in that respect. I mean, he's played center field a lot, also for him. Uh, is he the single season champ? I mean, it's it's kind of hard. I mean, you guys said to me, it's Mons. I hate it. I mean, the, the idea of the three guys in front of him cheated and there there are character issues and this is the all-american boy that kind of taints our view i think i believe that to be honest if you take a step back if if the other three ever came clear and and said yes and admitted it and moved on i i go you know there's no asterisk Barry Bonds did come clear he used the clear ointment clear (laughs) use the clear but it's it's kind of uh admitted but not admitted yes and right right and he's paid for it i think all three of them have paid yeah for they it. have i mean bonds can't get a job wasn't offered a contract after leading the lead in ops hitting like 320 and he had 45 home runs next year no one would offer him a job sammy sosa is fading away in some ways more than others Physically, his skin, he's fading away. McGuire attempted to be a hitting coach for the Padres. And then they, they're just in this area of another world. I mean, you, 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 kind of, you know, I don't have the answers for it, but to me, Mons is still a champ. Well, let's just celebrate Judge for this and just keep it AL. We'll just say he's the AL champ. and Yeah. Yeah. And such a great story, and New York media is loving it. And where would be the worst place? I think I know this answer for a Judge to go if the Yankees didn't sign him. Boston. Oh, I thought the Mets would be the worst story. Boston. Oh, because yeah, they had to play him in the same division. Oh yeah, Boston in a heartbeat. And the Green Monster there, he could hit over yeah, that. Yeah, but they have to change his batting. I, I mean, the Mets are certainly going to. Pull out the money. I mean, they've got a, I think it's a, a $300,000, $300 million payroll. They have the highest payroll in baseball, mm-hmm. even more than the Dodgers. Now, what do you think of the new playoff structure? Well, one more team I've heard that might okay. go after him is the San Francisco Giants might go after him because he's a California kid. Yeah. He'd go back to California, be the star of that franchise, enjoy the nice weather, not deal with the – Yankee media all the time. I could see that. Sort of like a Willie Mays, you know, going out on the West Coast. It is 
a very friendly media, just the fact that how they protected bonds all those years. And uh, it's less intrusive, I believe. I think you can, you know, people don't live and breathe the Giants. They support them, but they're not, I think, as, as, as over-oppressive as the Yankee fans are. And let's face it, if the Yankees don't win the World Series, most of the fans will think this year was a failure. Okay, of course. Okay. I mean, that's, and that's just ridiculous. The only other fans that think that way are the Dodger fans. So one of them is going to be wrong. Maybe both of them. You don't know. Yeah. All right, Ernest, we're, our time is ticking. You got some oh, movie oh, reviews? Quick, well, quick, I want to know, how do you think about the new playoff structure in baseball? Well, it's a sore subject because now the Tigers are the longest. They have the longest streak without being a playoff team in the Major League Baseball. In Major League Baseball. So, and they've made it this century, which kind of shows the the – the uh, baseball has involved, I think, more than any other sport. Uh, hockey, hello. Well, yeah, hockey too, but but uh, getting in the playoffs, so it seems to be easy, certainly easier than than NBA. I mean, the, the Pistons haven't been in for a while. Oh boy, you're gonna dig it deep, aren't you? First, I'm sorry, they're just just sticking it's, it to me. I just, it, it's gonna be fascinating to see how. Uh, Teams have to use their top three pitchers, yes. the wild card, and then you've got to turn around. One day goes through, the next round starts on the 11th, and five-game series, your best two pitchers are only going to get one opportunity to pitch, whereas the teams that get the bye can set up their uh, their uh, uh their pitching staff to pitch two times a five-game series. Well, this has always been the case, hasn't it? In playoffs, the, the pitching wins it. Well, we, we've never had buys before. This, this is, is the first time we've ever had buys. So I think that it'd be interesting to see how teams react to that, how they prepare for it. This is relatively new. I like more teams in the playoffs. I think it added some, some excitement. I think the Mets and Braves would have still fought it out, but but you still have. I mean, with the day before the last regular season game, and and uh, it, it's still between. Uh, I mean, Tampa and, and and Milwaukee still have chances, so it'd be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Hollywood for our yes. entertainment report from Ernest Watts. <laughs> Uh, and I've seen very, very little. I've, I've, uh, I think I talked a little bit about Andor. I was, I've been watching that. I've caught up with that. It's on Disney it's Plus. Of, it's the new Star Wars thing, right? Yeah, it's Star Wars without the Force. The Force is not mentioned. There is no Force in this. What? So there's no Force. No Jedi's. No, no Force. No Jedi's. Dark no Side. Force. There's no, no lightsabers. No, no light. Well. Was there lightsabers? No lightsabers. You're what? right. I just thought of that. It's all about the oppression of the Empire. Well, I did see a preview that, of it that uh, one of these ships, so the bad guys, had lightsabers going out or lasers going out either side, so it looked like Darth Maul's uh, ship or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, but there's there's no Jedis. It's all, it's kind of like, what would happen to those who are in the rebellion that are not Jedis and don't have the force and how they have to work towards it. And it's, 
it's a down and dirty, the backside kind of series, and it's kind of intriguing. It's a heist movie, so it's it's different. There's very little to the mythology of the other series and the movies. Now, the particular character, you know what happens to him because of one of the movies. Right, the next movie, Rogue One. Rogue One. You know how he bites the big one at the end of that. Yeah. But it's still fascinating to see it kind of a different... You kind of wondered, have we not played everything out with Star Wars? And this is this has been a different perspective. Now, Star Wars is going to go alternative universes like Marvel next year, so they can make more stuff. So I don't know. They do that. DC is doing the same thing with Flashpoint, if that ever comes out. That's been in the can for two years now, and they haven't released it. So, so what do you think ba- Black Adam's going to do box office? That's yeah, but see, that's that's Shazam's protagonist, and they've already said he's not in it. Now I'll be interested to see Pierce Brosnan play Doctor Fate, who is DC's Doctor Strange. Okay, he's their version of that. And Hawkman was somebody I read about in the comics. There've been various hot men and hot women, so not hot women, but hawk women. Uh, that'll be interesting. To see, I've, I've, Dwayne like Johnson said, as a superhero, well, but isn't he already a superhero? I mean, he's, he's so big, and I don't know. I'm not sure this one a, looks good. It's kind of an anti-hero type of thing. It's going to be fascinating to see how they handle that. And you know, a lot of the promos is no one can stop him, and I keep thinking, well, in the comics, Shazam and, and Superman stopped him, but but they're not in it. So well, it's it's. Was well, this part one of two then? Yeah, yeah, and and I saw the new preview for Wakanda Forever, and I just can't get into Namor with the fly, little wings on his feet flying. <laughs> I mean, really? I mean, I like the idea of this battle between Namor's underwater kingdom and Wakanda, but and they were going to have a female Black Panther. You kind of knew that was coming. They showed that in the, the his last sister, play. yeah. Yeah, but Namor with the little wings on his feet, I went, really? I I don't know about this. Shouldn't I'm, he be fighting Aquaman instead of, I don't know. But he's Marvel's Aquaman, so, oh. you know, he was always a protagonist of the Fantastic Four. So, But the big news is uh, the next Deadpool 3, which with is coming Hugh out. Jackman. Yes, Wolverine Returns. Hugh Jackman has played Wolverine since 1999. <laughs> and a lot of people say, well, didn't he die in his last movie? Yeah, but that was set in the future, remember? Yes. So he easily, and in the comics, there is a lot of, there, there's interplay between Wolverine and, and Deadpool. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. This, this looks good as, as Ron Reynolds spreads himself even thinner between this and Wexham, which is a series about a, uh, the lowest level soccer team that he owns in Wales, uh, which has been fascinating to watch. If you get a chance, that's on FX. It's the inner workings of, of, of it's kind of like a minor league, what would be like a minor league baseball team over here. It's, it's a very depressed economic area in Wales. And they're, they have like the third oldest stadium in Great Britain. So it's, it's a documentary. It's not a comedy, but mm-hmm. it's, 
It's two not Ameri- Ted Lasso with Ryan Reynolds. No, no, no. It's it's two Americans trying to revive a once proud team that has fell three levels. And, and, and you know, it's the equivalent as if, um, let me see. It was like if the Tigers fell to the Florida State League. Yeah, I went to single A. Yeah, single A. That's it. But it's been entertaining. I've seen one horrible movie, which was not worth watching. That was Studio 666 with the Foo Fighters, uh, which uh, the the lead performer gets uh, stays in a uh, Satan-worshipping mansion to record another album. And it was just not worth my time. Mm. It was... So what are you looking forward to the most? Then we got to wrap this baby up. NHL. <laughs> I thought you were going to go a movie, but NHL, a oh, little, little too hockey, early. Hockey News Magazine. Yeah. The Hurricanes to beat. Oh, the I get Edmonton it now. Oilers in the Stanley Cup. I Cup. get it now. All right. So Ernest has already attended a preseason hockey game. So folks, he's addicted. He loves football, but his heart is really with hockey. Well, let me tell you what they do here real quickly. I know we're going to make up time. But the uh, Hurricanes open up one game, free attendance, free uh, parking locally to get interest. And like the Hornets dedicate one game to nothing but all the students of all the schools in Charlotte. And they're great little ideas to, to build your your nation, so to speak, your your fandom. And I applaud both of them for doing that. It's a neat little trick. And, and uh enjoyed that. But, you know, we're, October is the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> you have Major League Baseball Playoffs World Series. You have the beginning of NHL. You have the beginning of uh, NBA. You have football. Uh, you have all of you have college football. I think October is the month of college football because that's that's kind of when you you shift everything through and you you find the real from the teams that'll be going to the Myrtle Beach Bowl and the Weed Whacker Bowl and the uh, Gasparilla Bowl and all those lower tier bowls. And uh, then college basketball starts first of November and. Most polls have, guess who, number one in the college basketball poll? Alabama. College basketball? Oh, I thought I said football. See, I'm fading already. Basketball and UNC? Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Ernest is going to be insufferable if UNC wins the basketball again this year. Ah, Trano. I am always insufferable. (laughs) All right. I better take that opportunity to say thanks for listening to Part of the Confusion. This is Paul Arnold. He's Ernest Watts. And good night, Travis. <laughs>